Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Hi, I'm Dr. Alan Leica, and today I'm so honored to have a real special guest with me. I was on her show not too long ago, and her name is Denise Walsh. She lives in Michigan, and she's helped over a million people find their purpose and fulfill on their God-given destiny. She started her career by working with families at a local mental health agency as a clinical psychologist. And there's something Denise and I share in common because my first degree was in psychology as well. And she continued to use her talents to make a glo- with Works Global to build a large team of motivated, positive, and enthusiastic business owners. Her impact as a leader in direct selling industry as a top income earner with it Works given her a unique insight on what drives people to action. As a certified trainer with Jack Canfield, another thing I shared with uh, Denise, because I've been with Jack Canfield for a while, I never got the training program, but I certainly have helped him make my best-selling book. And we just produced another best-selling book that came out last Thursday. So Denise is an elite coach with the John Maxwell team and the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retire Your Husband. Denise knows how to tap into a person's ultimate potential and find their greatness. In her new workbook, she's tapping into a combination of cutting-edge neuroscience, biblical principles, and captivating real-world stories. Denise, let's talk. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for coming. So what what's new and exciting in your world right now as you pursue your dream? Ooh, great question. I think right now, at least in my world, a lot of us have had to pivot over the past few months. We've had to think, how can I take my in-person workshops and experiences and move things a bit virtually? And so I am doing similar things. I'm starting masterminds and figuring out virtual workshops to still uh, really help people dig deep and rise strong, even virtually. You know, the virtual world has been a challenge, you know, until about March, I did use the virtual world, but not to the extent that I do now. I mean, my world has become the virtual world. And every day I wake up, my assistant gives me my schedule and she said, this is what you're doing at one o'clock. This is what you're doing at two o'clock. This is what you're doing at three o'clock. And my assistant works remotely before we used to work in the same office. I have another girl that helps to book all my podcasts and so on. And she's been off for a week. But again, I have two remote workers and myself now. So it's like a challenge to keep everything all together and uh, things. I, you know, I've had to learn the wonders of uh, 
how to keep my computer connected to this digital framework when I'm not wired for it. I've had to have multiple locales because occasionally I'll be here, occasionally I'm at my lake cottage. My wife invented an amazing way of, of putting me in one of the trailers and I can have my own podcast studio in one of our trailers at the lake. So it's, it's like, wow, I didn't know I could be so flexible because, you know, in my life, Denise, I hate change. I literally hate it with a passion. I, I don't like to have to change everything every day, 300. But this virtual world has forced me to become flexible. Because today we're on GoToMeeting. We tried, I think, Zoom once and it didn't work right. I've tried uh, StreamYard. It doesn't always work right. So I've had to become entirely flexible with everything I do. Uh, today I'm wearing earphones, sometimes I wear earbuds, sometimes I use a microphone, sometimes I don't, and every day it's a different journey. What about for you? Well, I think that's exactly right. It's it's taking a look at what do I really want, what is the outcome that I'm looking for, and then how we get there shifts, <laughs> how we get there changes. And so, and so yeah, we've, um, I mean, I did a lot of stuff virtually as well. I had already worked from home, but I planned in-person events. And so the virtual was a sidekick kind of to the virtual or to the in-person events that we did. And now virtual is the main event. And so I'm um, really ramping up our programs to support people far away has been. Now, the other thing, you used to be a keynote speaker on the stage. What mm -hmm. happened with that? Well, and that's just it. It all went virtual. And so not only does that impact the current bookings that you had, uh, all of them went virtual, but then people aren't, are, are they going to, are they going to continue to put on, you know, workshops and programs if it's not in person. And so uh, finding new ones has been an, an, an interesting journey as well. But I know for me, I, I had to take a step back and do the homeschooling thing with my boys come March. And then um, now we're figuring it back, figuring out what to do with them this fall and getting back into a rhythm. So it feels Did good. Did you actually get a summer vacation? Did you get a little bit of time where you didn't have to homeschool, that you actually enjoyed the summer and things like that? We did. We have a pool. And so as soon as school was over at the beginning of June and May, we started having pool parties every week. Um, yeah. and, and it kind of felt like you couldn't travel as much this summer. Not everything was open. Baseball was canceled. Soccer was canceled, things like that. But we made a point to still hang out with our group of friends. And so we had pool party dates. We would go to the beach in Michigan. We actually are very proud of our beaches and we've been uh, going to Lake Michigan uh, every couple of weeks with some friends and just were, were creating memories. To, were you able to do things like social distance and, and do the, the things so that you could protect yourself as much as possible? We just kept our circle small. You know, we have our friends that we hang out with. And um, I mean, when you're outside, to be honest, we're not licking each other or breathing on each other, and mostly everything's outside. So everything. So, is so you do have your social distancing going on. You've got your your space between you and others, and and that sort of thing. So you've been able to keep in your own little pod. And Absolutely. So it's been okay that you haven't had to share somebody else's germs, so to speak. Yeah. No, we're not sharing food and. You know, sharing drinks. <laughs> We're going to the park. It's been fun. That's good. Well, we have a, our own little 
swimming pool. It's called Pigeon Lake, and it's 20 miles long by 10 miles across. So that's been our respite from everything. And our whole family usually gets together. We've got several houses and cottages at the lake. And so uh, most of the summer we've been out there. And last week we had the grandkids. We had three from one family out and two from the other family out. So we gave the parents a bit of a break from them because, you know, being with your kids all the time is a lovely thing. But boy, do you go through burnout pretty fast, too, because you're always trying to entertain. You're always trying to do things. And, you know, I've been blessed with mainly granddaughters. And, you know, granddaughters are wonderful, but they always have to put the rib, the, the elbow in somebody's ribs. They always have to get somebody's gander up. You always have to be fighting about something. And, and little girls, as much as I love them, can be a bit of a drama process, a bit of a drama queen. So it becomes a little bit hard to touch. So the parents need a break every now and again. I've got two boys and they're just rough and tumble and cannonballing into the pool and <laughs> no well, fear. You know, I find there's a big difference between girls and boys. You know, I grew up in a family where I were boys and so on. And boys, you know, they deal with the world differently. Yes, they'll get into fistfights, but it's over in two minutes and it's gone. Girls don't deal with it uh, that emotion, at least when they're children. And, and that is a different set of processes and skills. Now, my wife's an angel. She knows how to detract and, and diffuse any situation with that. I'm amazed how she is with kids. And, and it's no wonder that we were able to raise our four daughters so well, because she has this innate gift to help kids and really change their whole mentality from being centered on one thing and 30 seconds later going to something else you know it's it's i think that's a rare ability that people have to have and some people have it and some don't well i do know that in an entrepreneur life your eq your emotional quotient is more important than your iq right like <laughs> you know and i think there's also a couple of other things that have better there you know in addition, I wrote the book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, which is mainly about mindset. But my second book, we're getting a little bit more into the actions people take. And, and I think one of the things an entrepreneur has to do is act. That They have to go at something with both barrels at any given time and really make it happen. Because, you know, this procrastination stuff that goes on is way too much. And the procrastination, I think, is what kills most businesses and really harms them in ways that are unbelievable. I, I don't know how people can procrastinate so much about something and, and not get anything done. I find when I'm coaching others who uh, tell me they want something, but then consistently put other things in front of it, right? They procrastinate. They're not actually taking action on the thing they tell me they want to do. It's usually for uh, one of two reasons. One is doing the thing scares them. So writing the book, doing the podcast, taking action in this way, um, recording the meditation, whatever they want to do feels vulnerable and scary. And so emotionally, they have to like <gasps> suck it up and do it or skills. They don't know how and they don't know how to learn how or they haven't no, don't know who to ask or they feel stuck. And so I find it's either emotional vulnerability or skills that 
they um, it's easy to you know do your laundry instead well, you of know, take a step towards your dream. About all this is the skills in this day and age you don't really need to have because they're all around us to get. You know, if you need to know how to make a funnel, there are a dozen people out there that can teach you how to make a funnel. Uh, there are lots of resources in our society right now that you just have to ask. And, and I mean, there's so many resources, it's scary what's there. So I, I think what happens with a lot of people, they deal with overload a lot and they really get blown away because there's there's too much input and not enough output. Is that like analysis paralysis a bit? I, I think that's a large part of it. Do you yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I think if you want to learn something, you can YouTube it. And most likely there's a tutorial for it. Uh, and so there's anything is learnable. That's why we know that it truly is about clarity and mindset and emotional focus versus actually learning the skills. Well, I'm going to read a little bit from a book I wrote back in 2005 with my friend Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy was a, a, a giant in the world of business. He wrote all the no BS books and so on. And he, he and I were close friends when I got out of dermatology school back in the early 1990s. And he taught me how to do business. But this is a line from his book, The Ultimate Success Secret. And it says, a lobster, when high and dry among the rocks, has not instinct and energy enough to work his way back to the sea, but waits for the sea to come to him. If it does not come, he remains where he is and dies, although the slightest effort would enable him to reach the waves, which are perhaps within a yard of him. The world is full of human lobsters, men stranded on the rocks, of indecision and procrastination, who instead of putting forth their own energies, are waiting for some grand billow of good fortune to set them afloat. Now, that was from Dr. Orson Sweat Marden, and we captured that in our book, The Ultimate Success Secret, back in 2005. And I'm going to suggest, Denise, that's largely what we're seeing in this great COVID pandemic of 2020, that there are so many shipwrecks out there because people are just having thrown into a situation that they never thought would happen. I mean, they were working a job that they thought would never go away. And all of a sudden, one third of the world is now unemployed and they don't have the means or the ability to do anything. And they're sort of caught uh, in this la-la land, watching Netflix every day and doing things that they just don't even know where to get their feet on the ground. Yeah. And I think it is interesting to think of, you know, it may seem far away. The ocean seems far away to the lobster, but yet one small step makes him that much closer to where the ocean could come up and grab him. And I think for us, it's very similar. We, it seems big, it seems far, it seems hard, but yet one small step takes us closer and one small step takes us closer. And we really can make a difference ourselves rather than waiting for outside influences to come save us. So I, I think one of the things you said, Denise, and I'm gonna pull on that a bit, 
is people need clarity. Now, that's a big word. I mean, clarity is one of those 10-syllable words that, that sort of is out there and many people do not grasp it. What do you mean by clarity? Yeah, good question. Clarity is one of my favorite um, exercises to do with people or, or to help them gain because I think if you don't know what you want, you won't, you, you'll get it. <laughs> if you don't know where you're going, you'll certainly, you know, not go there. So clarity is truly gaining a clear picture of the area of your life you want to make movement in. And so you see yourself three steps ahead. What would that really look like for you? Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's your family. And you ask yourself the question, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? Uh, what is what would if I were to rate this area of my life a 10, what would that really look like? If I were to wake up in the morning and be like, yes, my financial my financial like area of my life is a 10. Like, what would that look like? And get really clear on the desires of your heart and what you want your life to be. And what, has, what what's cool about gaining that clarity and, and gaining a clear picture um, I call it a personal vision of what you want that area of life to look like is that it ignites this fire in your belly and you're a bit more motivated to take action towards it because you can truly see where you're going. And it, it kind of sets up your internal GPS system and it's telling your body where to go. So when you can truly picture your life three steps ahead, you know, 30 pounds down or, you know, in a bodybuilding competition or running a marathon or, you know, your business booming, whatever it is, when you can truly see it, you are um, triggering your reticular activating system, which is a part of your brain's, um, your part of it's your brain's filter, right? Where it, you start to see those things start coming to you. And you, you know, you may, it may have been there this whole time, but all of a sudden you start noticing the things that you're looking for because you're paying more attention to it. And so clarity is, is king. If you don't know what you want, you're certainly not going to get it. Yeah. Two things about that. One is our reticular activating system is really geared towards the three Fs, the flight, fight, fight reaction. It, it really is designed to protect us at a level that uh, if you're being chased by a dinosaur, that we're going to overcome that dinosaur. It's really a primitive part of the brain. But when you reprogram it with your upper brain, other messages get through other than that primitive 3F reaction, and it allows you to progress. It allows you to get beyond that. And in my book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, I always also have a chapter on purpose that people can define their purpose. And we use a, a, a wonderful way of doing that from the Japanese philosophy called Ikigai. And in that, there's four parts. And I'm not going to go into it now because I don't want to detract from it. But that allows people to determine their purpose. We even have a part-time Ikigai so people can learn what their purpose is. And from their purpose, they can go on with the things that you say. Once you have a purpose, it's easy to find your clarity. You know what you want to do. It's easy to get there. If you have, if you want to go from Michigan to Minneapolis, you know you're going to Minneapolis. So you're going down this road and you're going to get there. If you want to finish your, your mathematics in school, you know you have to do these lessons and achieve these skills to get there. 
if you want to do something, you want to get there. And that's, that's part of the roadmap, is part of knowing where you want to go and to put down the baby steps to get there. Now, there's one caveat. The destination might not, you might not get there in a straight line. You, you might have to go not straight from, um, from, from Michigan to Minneapolis. You might have to go all sorts of ways on a zigzag course by all the obstacles that the world throws at you in the way. But at least you know you're getting to the destination. Isn't that what you're trying to say, Denise, in, in a bit of a way? I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I'm trying to help our audience to try and understand this process so they can get there. Yeah, it, it is really cool how this happens. So you set your internal GPS, meaning you gain clarity on what you want this specific area of your life to be. And you start taking steps because, you know, we take action. We, we, we learn skills. We try new things. We set up. If, you, if your goal is a marathon, you start training for the marathon. You start running every day. You start you pull out your your. I don't know. My I, I've run marathons, so you always pull a Hell Higdon or something training book out, and you figure out what what miles you run each, and you get you get your plan. You get your plan. Okay, so you got your plan. You got your GPS. You know where you're going. Um, but certainly, life does happen, and maybe your gym closes, or or maybe you get plantar fasciitis and you injure your foot or we got a new puppy and he doesn't sleep through the night sometimes and you wake up tired like life happens and and you have those choices to make do you push through anyway knowing where you're going or do you allow that speed bump to turn into a stop sign and you give up and I think no matter what it is I mean my book came out a year later than expected because of the hiccups along the way um, but when you know where you're going Really giving up isn't an option because you're so excited to get there. You're willing to pivot through the struggle. Well, you know, it is true. And, and I want people to realize it's not necessarily the destination, but the journey along the way, too. That's very important. And you should try and enjoy that journey along the way because the journey along the way is very important as well. And but I, once I you get to the destination, it, you're very easy to go. All right. What's my next goal? Well, yes. And, and, you know, this year, for example, I put out two best-selling books in the pandemic of 2020, and I have a third being launched right now as we speak, which will likely become a bestseller as well. So people told me I was nuts to try and get one best-selling book in the pandemic of 2020. You know, people don't have the money. People don't have the time. They just don't want to do anything right now. Well, my first book came out about a couple of months ago, and the day that it hit, it was a bestseller. It became a number one bestseller on Amazon. The second one came out last Thursday with Jack Canfield, that's Chicken Soup for the Soul thing. It's called The Pillars of Success, and it became a bestseller on its first day. And the third one is The Business Life in the Universe that I've co-written with Corey Poirier. I, and again, I have no doubt once it hits, it's going to be a bestseller. So three books in the pandemic of 2020 have become bestseller. Wow. I, as I say, people say, you're nuts. How can you? the answer is, well, maybe it, my answer to them is, okay, let's suppose I put out a book and no one reads it. Well, at least I have a book. At least I have something that people, somebody might want to read, you know, and maybe along the way, 
we can make a change in one person's life. And to me, that's huge. And if I can really make a difference in one person's life, I really have achieved my goal. What about you, Denise? What is your goal right now? Yeah, well, I think you're right on on two fronts. When you know what you want, a pandemic could hit and you still push through it because you have a big vision on, on where you're going and what's what your mission is. But if you're the goal is to enjoy the journey on the way to the goal. Right. And that's where we say gratitude and vision. I know where I'm going. Um, I love where I am, but I know where I'm going. And we can marry gratitude and vision and truly love all areas of our life, even if, you know, we're still working towards some goals. So right now we are filling up our mastermind. We have a business mastermind program that we do. Uh, I partner with my husband. He's a digital marketer. And so he helps people with funnels and ads and all the techie stuff. And I help with mindset and clarity and breaking through the barriers of, you know, this is important to you. Let's get it done. Um, And so that's been really fun to work with people over the last few months. And we're getting ready to gear up another round of that. Uh, And really, I, I feel like my life purpose is to help people tap into theirs and really allow them the space for their dreams to come to life. And we're seeing that happen. Cool. Now, Denise, with that, we're just about at the end here. I want to give you an opportunity to get people to get in touch with you if you'd like. How can they do so if they so want to find out all the other wonderful things you offer? Yeah. So we have a dream board kit that I created through this pandemic because I can tell you, I feel like we're going through a global trauma a bit. Um, I know a lot of us, especially um, parents who have had to rethink things <laughs> several times, uh, kind of had to get stopped in our tracks. And I know for me and, and my friends, we all had to say, all right, well, we got to get back in action. And uh, and and there may be some low grade loneliness or depression happening right now because we're all a bit isolated and and we need to respark ourselves. We need to get back in the game. We need to like like really step into it and not allow this to become a stop sign for us. And so I created the dream board brainstorming kit um, just to create create a space for us all to say, all right, what what is it that I want life to look like? And how can I take a step forward, even if it looks different than it did maybe a year ago? And you can go, um, I'll give you the website, but it's dreamworkbook.com slash dreamboardkit, dreamworkbook.com slash dreamboardkit. And they can get that for free. So that's the dreamboard. I'll I'll get that into the show notes as well, Denise, so that everybody can do it. And I'm going to offer our guests a couple of things, too. One is I'm going to offer all our, our guests a golden pearl a week. All they have to do is text me the word golden pearls. That's two words, golden pearls, with an S on the end, to the following number. It's 1-819-717-2515. 1-819-717-2515. And if anybody would like to have me as a guest speaker on their podcast or on their stage, Please get in touch with me at Dr. Allen. That's D R A L L E N Lyka, L Y C K A dot com. I'd be delighted to have you. And Denise, is there a more direct way to get in touch with you too? If somebody wants to just 
write you an email or get in touch with you? Where's your website or something like that? And yeah. That a more direct way. Absolutely. Uh, you can go to denisewalsh.com. Yep. And I'm on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the things. Yeah, same here, too. I'm on all those social media things as well. So, as I say, it's a great place to get in touch and, and interact. In fact, I think, you know, I met Denise because I was on a podcast and she put me on her podcast and we had a great time together, too. So check out that podcast as well, because there's a load of information on that as well. Absolutely. Okay, Denise, have a great day. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Fantastic.